Good afternoon, Woke fam. It's Scott here from Woke Society. As the silence majority is waking up and we are picking up steam, Patriots. We are seeing worldwide protests, the real peaceful protests all over the world in support of ending the COVID lockdowns and supporting our President Donald Trump within just the last two days. News also broke that six Democrat mayors from Minnesota have completely endorsed Trump. Elon Musk has successfully linked a pig's brain to a computer with his experimental technology called Neuralink, and more pedophile rings are being broken down more than ever all over the world. All this and so much more, but first, let's just hear a word from our sponsor. Guys, I'm bringing him back again. We are here with Flip City Magazine, America's Last Laugh. This is a comedy satire magazine made by two beautiful patriots out in California who pour their blood, sweat, and tears and energy into making this magazine. And guys, the artwork is absolutely beautiful. It is Mad Magazine on steroids. And again, this is for the entire family. Your kids can read it, and it's something you can put on the shelf for decades to come. It's a literal snapshot of history so scott how much is this magazine before we get into that it is pc free the best feature on this magazine so scott how much is this awesome awesome magazine well when you go over to flipcitymag.com it'll bring you to their website which you can see little excerpts here from the magazine so you can kind of get your feet wet into what you'll be receiving you click on the link here it goes to their store page and here it is ladies and gentlemen it's 20 dollars for a full year subscription there is four magazines per quarter breaks down to five dollars a magazine super easy math and we are not killing your wallet it's definitely worth the one-year subscription, but if you don't want it, you can always get the single print. And the best part, they are now shipping international, so everyone in the entire world can laugh at all the people that we laugh at on this channel. So go check them out. This is FlipCityMag.com, America's Last Laugh. And remember, when you support my sponsors, you are supporting this channel. So thank you for doing that. So, guys, some great, great karma hit last night, and I could not help but laugh Ted Wheeler's condo was raided yesterday by peaceful protesters. Antifa and BLM were out there. We're going to start with, off with the show of this today because the man that's been rejecting Trump's help this entire time, the man that we have been seeing that's been maced in the face by federal agents, the one that's saying, ma, what's the word? <laughs> ma riots. There we go. He was... His uh, condo was attacked yesterday. So what I'm going to bring you uh, first is a little laugh here of the little concert that was being done outside of Ted Wheeler's condo. Take a watch of this, guys, and I'll see you on the other side of the intro. We have a lot of minds to free still, Patriots. Thanks for tuning in to the land of the real. But it's like the twilight zone, the plan is surreal. It'll blow your mind when the plan is revealed. Bring your thoughts to light, all the plans they conceal. Grab your flashlight, it's time to go down the rabbit hole. It's dark and hell is hot, dealing with satanic souls. The tide is turning, Patriots are now in control. Apply aggressive pressure right now until they fold, stay woke. Open up guys and keep them healed. All they do is lie, realize how everything is real. The project looking glass, the future is revealed. Future proves past, but there won't be any deals. Woke society's fam, you know it's time to go. Grab your popcorn, sit back now. Enjoy the show, severe and on the mic. 
flight, so come on, enjoy the flow. The wave is rising, and you know it's only gonna grow. Thank you guys for joining here on the YouTube channel today and out in the podcast world. Like, share, subscribe, tell everyone in your family that Woke Society is in this YouTube channel. We are the news now. Thank you guys for that. Isn't that so funny? So that little concert you guys saw, I don't know if you want to call it an Ozfest. I, I don't I don't know. They were young kids. They set up shop outside of Ted Wheeler's condo and they decided to start having a, a little concert there. A little demonic from what I've seen, but hey, to each their own, to each their own. So this is where we're going to start off today. This is from Mayor Ted Wheeler. This was just, what was this, yesterday? This was yesterday. Look at this, ladies and gentlemen. Today, I sent this letter via email to real Donald Trump declining his recurring offer to aid Portland by sending federal enforcement to the city. And you can see it here. It says, Dear President Trump, yet again, you said you offered to aid Portland by sending in federal law enforcement to our city. On behalf of the city of Portland, no thanks. We don't need your politics of division and demagoguery. I definitely butchered that word. Portlanders are on to you. We have already seen your reckless disregard for human life and your bubbling response to the COVID pandemic. And we know you've reached the conclusion that images of violence or vandalism are your only ticket to re-election. So here we are, right? Ted Wheeler is out here going five, five down, six down, doubling down. I don't know how many times now. That was a nice rhyme. And just refusing refusing the federal aid from Trump to to stop these protests to stop these riots and guess what since they went into uh, Wisconsin they they completely stopped the riots there there's been nothing else at coming out of uh, out of Minosha at all at all and he rejected he rejected Trump's help just yesterday so as this was going on right if you guys aren't following Andy no you really need to follow this guy He's on top of all these riots and stuff, so I follow him to get my updates on anything that has anything to do with these riots. So as this was happening yesterday, we were getting catching word that Antifa and BLM were starting to converge onto Ted Wheeler's condo where he lives. So obviously, everybody has a cell phone, so <laughs> we found some audio and some video of when this started to happen. So this is from Rich Grinnell here. It says, hours after Ted Wheeler sent, I do not want Trump's help letter. His city is in chaos. Take a watch. There you go. There you go. They really, really, really want to talk to Ted Wheeler. They want to talk to him bad. So it started with this, right? They go into the lobby of where his condo is and they start sitting down. They're saying they're refusing to leave until Ted Wheeler comes out. At this point, ladies and gentlemen, they are calling for Ted Wheeler's resignation. The man that was out there marching with these people in the streets 
doing all the not he wasn't burning stuff down with them but he was marching with them he was showing he was with them he showed solidarity he wanted to be a part of this movement for social justice and look what happened look what happened tear gas ted is now being mobbed by the followers that he said he had their backs and it got worse from there from that little group it turned into this on the same day, Ted Lear rejected federal law enforcement. This is from Andy No. A mob of DSA, Antifa, and BLM radicals gathered at his condo. They locked themselves together in the lobby and demand his resignation and the defunding of the police. Watch this. By the way, they are chanting no cops, no prisons. This to me, ladies and gentlemen... They might be young, and I hope most of their brains and minds can be saved after this entire COVID thing is over. I hope this doesn't create an entire generation of anti-Americans, which it very might well do. But it's not going to be enough to stop the patriots in this country. that We outnumber them by so much, and why I titled the episode The Silenced Majority the way I did. They are calling for Ted Wheeler's resignation. They are calling for completely abolishing police. And they're completely calling for the abolishment of prisons. No justice in the streets. This is called anarchy. This is anti-American. Completely anti-American. They want this, they want police and prisons gone. And Ted Wheeler, to my knowledge, has not yet resigned. I don't know if he's come out as far as I know. There's been nothing. If there was something, it definitely would have been out by now. But as far as I know, nothing has happened. And he hasn't come out yet. And the people that, he, again, he supported are now attacking him and doing the mob thing. And is anyone really surprised by this? These people, it does not matter if you stand up with them, even just for a moment. It's not going to stop what they are really about. When you guys see the images of the people that I showed in my videos this past week of the couple that was sitting at the table where he refused to put his fist up and then you see the guy next to him putting his fist up, he was left alone. And the other couple was harassed. But it only, it's only a matter of time before they come for you. This is a mob. These are not protesters. These are rioters, anti-Americans. This is what they are. You won't get this on mainstream media. You're going to get the news right here. So that's what we have to talk about that. And Trump also had something to say about these protesters and looters, as he always does. And this is really funny. I know we've been beating this, uh, this, hor- this, we've been beating this dead horse with the protests, but we have to follow it because, again, this is what's being thrown into America's face with the mainstream media, and we're going to counter this every single time I make a video. Benny here. Trump, protesters, your ass. I don't talk about my ass. They're not protesters. These are anarchists. Take a watch. And of course, we can always we can always <laughs> rely on Trump for getting some amazing sound clips. Today's Democrat Party is filled with hate. Just look at Joe Biden supporters on the streets screaming and shouting at bystanders with unhinged manic rage, right? You see it? It's crazy. It's crazy. You had to see last night in Washington. It was a disgrace. It was a disgrace that these people are representing the United States of America. It was a disgrace. Protesters. You know what I say? Protesters, your ass. I don't talk about my ass. <laughs> Love it. 
They're not protesters. Those aren't protesters. Those are anarchists. They're agitators. They're rioters. They're looters. They're not. You know, you say that, and some of the people, not all of them, but some of the people back there, oh, I dare, how dare you? These are friendly protesters, right? Friendly protesters. Didn't think you'd be hearing a clip of uh, Trump talking about his ass, but here we are. <laughs> it's, it's just really funny, and I just love it because I, we have to play these clips because after he gets reelected, we have to remember these times because we're never going to have a president like this again. And I hope to God that we get somebody like him after this. But we have to enjoy these moments, guys. We have to live in the present sometimes. And this is why I play some of these humorous clips. They're really funny. But again, it's just... It's, nailing it home about everything and how much the media is trying to gaslight um, this, the normal people. And we're not stupid. We're not stupid. And it's great, great to see that so many people are waking up. You're going to see that in this episode. And I'm going to throw this in here too, because I live in New York and being upstate New York and as an upstate, meaning an hour away from the city, we're still really low in the state. um, If you're looking at a map, but everybody is moving out of New York city right now. And they're coming up and buying houses, especially where I live. And seeing this video here from Greg Kelly just sent this sends it home to me for the problems that New York City is having. And I honestly don't think New York is going to recover like a lot of people in the state think it's going to recover. From Greg Kelly, the exodus of New York, big lines this morning at U-Haul, catastrophic setbacks and quality of life. People have had enough. Take a watch. This is the line for the U-Haul trucks. doesn't look like there's many trucks left in that U-Haul branch here. Not, not much there at all. Not much. And it's not surprising to see this. Nobody wants to live in these cities anymore. And I can't imagine if you're, especially if you're a business owner, why you would want to stay there, especially when this is your mayor that gives no support to the police at all and could literally could give two shits about the police in, in the entire state at this point at all, but especially in New York City. Especially in New York City, and this is why I dropped this uh, meme here from James Woods, the quintessential Democrat, hashtag Bill de Blasio, who, by the way, just yesterday as well, was being, I think it was the police union, somebody in the police union was calling for the resignation of de Blasio as of last night. There was no riots like they did out in Portland um, when they went after Ted Wheeler, shocker, but they were calling for his resignation just yesterday. But at this point, ladies and gentlemen, if New York doesn't change after this, I plan on moving out of the state regardless after the election anyways. If they don't change after this, there is no change in New York. There is just none, unless there is a complete overhaul of, of the politicians there, the government. It's such a cesspool out here, it's disgusting. And I can't imagine that's, that California is worse because this state on the East Coast has to be just as bad. It has to be just as bad, especially when this right here is your leader of your police department who wants to defund you, who's going to defund you, and has been literally no leadership value whatsoever. And it just, it sends me over the edge sometimes. I've lived here my entire life, but hey, what do you expect when you have a socialist and socialist agenda trying to be pushed down the throats of New Yorkers? People aren't going to like it so much, so goodbye to the city. So there's been a lot, a lot of protests um, on both good and both bad. There was one yesterday that was in D.C. It was a march to D.C. And there was thousands, thousands of people going there to support Black Lives Matter and social justice, which is fine. But people are now comparing it to when Martin Luther King uh, had his famous speech, which makes me absolutely disgusted 
um, that they're comparing what Martin Luther King was doing compared to what this movement was, because it's we have come so far as a, as a country and as a nation as far as racism. Um, you see, I, I've seen friends have interracial marriages, um, people in the church when I was in the church, that going on. When I was younger, like really young as a kid, that was still like kind of frowned upon. That was still weird. Nowadays, it's it's, it's normal. And it's totally, in my, in my opinion, it's totally fine. But it just seeing things like that, and of course, I'm a white guy, so I can't speak for African-Americans, obviously. I know people experience things differently. I understand that. But people comparing this to Martin Luther King times compared to now, it is such, it, it's a vast canyon between the two. And it's not even close. It's not even close. But the funny thing about all this was, Someone tweeted out Madeline Osborne. This is a picture here of of this march on Washington. My church is still closed and my husband is not allowed to come to any of my sonograms of our baby, but okay. And Donald Trump Jr. wrote, if you're a journalist who complained about a thousand people at the RNC but don't have a single negative word to say about this, then you may be completely dishonest and a partisan hack. And the reason why I bring this up is because the RNC concluded this week and there was about a thousand people in seats. About a thousand. Everyone heard what happened to Ron Paul. Everyone saw him and his wife got mobbed. It was a really dangerous situation, and all that happened. But there was just a 1,000 people sitting in seats, and all you hear out of the the media is nothing but complaints and social distancing, and people aren't wearing masks. Do I have to bring... Look at this. We've been talking about it for months on end, and the hypocrisy just keeps on coming and coming and coming. But the funny thing about this is they just had to replace one thing in this picture, which I found absolutely fantastic. And that is this right here. (laughs) Polling place. That's right. If you guys can go out here and do this, then you, your asses can be for sure be ready to walk in physically into a place and vote for whoever you're going to be voting for. None of this mail and bad mail and voting BS that is going on here. This is, this is all they needed. If someone had put a polling place sign on the Washington Monument, this picture would have been one of the best pictures I've ever seen in my entire life. But it paints a perfect picture of how just crazy all the stuff is that's going on and what the mainstream media is focusing on. The media is, at this point, they are left activists. They are Democratic activists. They are not the media anymore. They're not. And I have to stop calling the mainstream media because they are really, they're not anymore. We've taken it over. We're taking it over currently, and it's every single day we're, um, we're just breaking more ground, and it's really great. So while the media wants to complain about the RNC having a 1,000 people, while thousands of people descended upon Washington the other day, the media took a really, really low blow. And I have, I've been doing this now for a year, a year and a half now, doing this channel, and I haven't seen the media go this low before. Candace Owens is breaking news. A journalist has launched an investigation to whether or not Ivanka's Trump, Trump's three-year-old son, built a Lego house by himself or if he had assistance because she suspects he is lying. Ladies and gentlemen, when I first heard this story, I thought it was satire. I thought it had to have been satire. This, this cannot be real. This has to be poking fun at the media, right? I was wrong. This was a real story. And you can see it here. From Andrea Bernstein, sent in a query this AM, did three-year-old Joseph in fact build a Lego model of the White House of his own initiative? Did he have assistance? Ivanka Trump once told the story of how she had built a Lego model of Trump Tower at age eight, then acknowledged this 
was false. This is a real story that these people were trying to get into, and Breitbart was the one that brought it up here. And you guys are going to see just how sick these people are. They want to talk about Trump's grandkids. Nothing is off limits to these people. Nothing. Nothing. We go after Hunter Biden because he's a cokehead and did really shady stuff out in Ukraine. That's all game. You're going after kids that literally have nothing to do with any of this stuff. But they do. They do. Breitbart, media attack Trump's three-year-old grandson for playing with Legos. During his speech introducing her father at Thursday's RNC, Ivanka Trump told the story of her three-year-old son, Joseph, building a White House out of Legos and gifting it to his grandfather, who also happens to be President of the United States. When Jared and I moved with our three children to Washington, we didn't exactly know what we were in for. But our kids loved it from the start, she said. My son Joseph promptly built Grandpa a Lego replica of the White House. The president still still displays it on the mantle in the Oval Office and shows it to world leaders, just so they know he has the greatest grandchildren on earth. It took two people, two, at Business Insider to break the fake bombshell that if the Lego house, if the Lego White House is real, where is it? This was an actual headline made by two journalists in the Business Insider talking about this little White House that the Trump's grandson built, and they were trying to turn this into a story. So. Oh, and by the way, here's a photo of Joseph's White House made out, of, made out of Legos sitting in the Oval Office. The photo was taken before Ivanka gave her speech. There it is right there. It's right freaking there. And here's the pictures of it. Here's the pictures. And Business Insider actually had to retract their story regarding this because they said it was a false story by Ivanka. And then immediately it was found to be false. And the little White House that his grandson made is right there. Business Insider was forced to update its fake news, but if you think that is the end of Lego Gay of holding a three-year-old to the mob and slowly pulling his wings off, then you are obviously unfamiliar with the American political media. Now that we have proof there is indeed a White House made of Legos in the Oval Office, it can mean only one thing. It's still all a lie. <laughs> to the fact-checking mobile, Ivanka Trump has tweeted a photo of her son Joseph with his grandfather at the Resolute desk with the Lego White House. Bernstein tweeted a few hours ago, I've asked the White House if three-year-old Joseph indeed built it of his own initiative of his own initiative and if he had assistance and there's the tweet and right here i'm not making that up that's a real tweet from a real journalist in quotes published pro publica you can understand her concern it's not as if joseph took millions of dollars from a shady ukrainian energy company or unsold millions from china hunter Biden is off limits three-year-old joseph is not I bring up the story to point out the complete insanity of these people, and they are getting crazier. They are literally getting crazier. It's, it's, it's hard for me to see these people and look at them as, as sane. I really, they have to be either lying and putting up a front in front of these cameras when they're, when they're talking about these things, or they are seriously this crazy. And it's been a, this, this entire culture has been allowed to cultivate in the last 20 years probably even 30 years with the leadership that we've had in this country. It's been able to cultivate and turn into this disgusting monster that we're seeing, uh, that we're, we're seeing right now as it's being purged in real time. But nothing is off limits from these people. And Donald Trump Jr. weighed in. So for perspective, the media spent more time fact-checking if my three-year-old nephew, in fact, built a Lego White House for Donald Trump than the fact that Trump got a peace deal done in the Middle East, which we talked about on the show about a week ago. And it's absolutely true, and it's disgusting to see how far the media will go. So to counteract these these disgusting feelings about the media, right? Some of us would love to say, 
the real things we like to say to these reporters, to these mainstream outlets, to their faces if we could only get that opportunity. Well, I found a video, ladies and gentlemen, just yesterday of a man that has the balls of a, of a bull, and he went up to, it looks like Alex DiPrato. I don't know where he's from here. Hold on, let me look. Um, he's from ABC7. Looks like ABC Snoo7. Not surprised at all they're from ABC. But this man approached him and had a few words to say to this reporter. Take a watch. Um, and by the way, this video does have some language. So just keep, uh, if you have kids in the room, just keep their ears closed for a minute. keeps going on and on as far as comedic purposes he has served his purpose for me and i hopefully you guys i just love that the uh the uh, macho man song was playing in the background that entire time but looking at this guy when i look at this guy right here when i see him walking up let's see where is he he looks like i've been telling my friends he looks like the guy at every grill i've been to that cooks the food and no one no one messes around with him he cooks the food he grabs the beer, and when he's done cooking, he's done for the day. He goes on and moves on with his life. That's what this guy looks like to me. But he's he's absolutely right, and I, I just I love guys that do that stuff. Anybody who does this stuff, who goes up and speaks their minds and just drops bombs right to the media's faces. And it isn't funny when the media is confronted; they never have anything to say. They are so silent; they have no, they have nothing to counteract these people, and they just they squirm away. And they're probably both looking at their phones, pretending to call somebody just so they can. Hopefully this man will go away. And he he calls him some words, took some shots at Joe Biden and made these idiots look like absolute fools. And this almost has two million views on this video on itself. But awesome, awesome way to segue into the, the to the best parts of this show coming in now there is we focus on a lot of negative but from here on out um we're going to be focusing on some positive things and some big news coming out of minnesota this is from townhall.com trump lands major endorsements from democrat mayors in minnesota a number of democrat mayors from minnesota endorsed president donald trump for a second term on friday as vice president mike pence campaigns in the state did you hear that dems more and more people are coming over to the Republican side to vote this man in. We knew it was going to happen. These, these, these riots are backfiring. And more now than ever, people want the law and order president. Like many in our region, we have voted for Democrats over many decades. We have watched as our constituents' jobs left not only the Iron Range, but our country. By putting tariffs on our products and supporting bad trade deals, politicians like Joe Biden did nothing to help the working class. We lost thousands of jobs and generations of young people have left the Iron Range in order to provide for their families with good-paying jobs elsewhere. Today, we don't recognize the Democratic Party. And that is a big statement coming from six mayors, 
six mayors from Minnesota. And I'm seeing a trend here too from people that you normally would vote Democrat. I've seen that them talking about how jobs were here in this country and then they were just shipped off to outside the country. I also heard that in Pennsylvania too, where a lot of them have been voting for Democrats, these, these steel cities voting for Democrats and they don't want anything to do with it anymore. They know Trump's going to keep the jobs here. They're going to keep the work here. And that's the whole entire point. And because of that, again, it's going to come down to the economy. The economy is Trump's Trump card for this re-election right now. It is, and, and there's so many other things to go along with it, but his, his economy cannot be debated. It cannot be debated at all at this point. It just cannot be. So seeing more people just locally, the messages that I get, messages that all my friends get, all the other creators on YouTube that I talk to, they are all getting, we are seeing bigger names now, bigger Democrat mayors in states are now that would normally vote Democrat are now going to go with Trump, which is absolutely amazing. Absolutely amazing. And it should keep everybody on, on a positive note. It really should at this point. It really should. So I want to get this story in here because I just, I found it really interesting. We haven't talked about any like weird stuff that's non-political in a while. So I want to go to this because this was trending all over the internet today. Elon Musk shows Neuralink brain implant working in a pig. It's like a Fitbit in your skull. And I would love to know what you guys think in the comments of this story. It's a Fitbit in your skull, the SpaceX and Tesla leader says of Neuralink's brain computer link technology. With a device surgically implanted into the skull of a pig named Gertrude, Elon Musk demonstrated his startup Neuralink's technology to build a digital link between brains and computers. A wireless link from a Neuralink computing device showed the pig's brain activity has it as it snuffed around a pen on stage Friday night. The demonstration shows the technology to be significantly closer to, to delivering on Musk's radical ambitions than during a 2019 product debut when Neuralink only showed photos of a rat with a Neuralink connected via a USB-C port. It's still far from reality, but Musk said the U.S. Food and Drug Administration in July granted approval for breakthrough device testing. Musk also showed a second-generation implant that's more compact and fits into the small cavity hollowed out of a hole in the skull. Tiny electrode threads penetrate the outer surface of the brain, detecting nerve cells, electrical impulse that show the brain is working, and a Neuralink's longer-term plans and designed to communicate back with the computer-generated signals of their own. It's like a Fitbit in your skull with tiny wires, Musk said of the device. It communicates with brain cells with 1,024 thin electrodes that penetrate the outer layer of the brain, and it's a Bluetooth link. Now, when I hear this stuff, I immediately cringe. The whole idea of, of putting people, mixing them with, with computers and technology, there's just something I don't like about it. There's something dark that I don't like about it, but there are some benefits that they're stating is going to be as a cause of this. Neuralink has a, med has a medical focus to start, like helping people deal with brain and spinal cord injuries or congenital defects. The technology could, for example, help paraplegics who've lost the ability to move or sense because of spinal cord injury in the first human uses will aim to improve conditions like paraplegia and tetraplegia. Now, notice it says the first human uses will aim to improve conditions. So this to me, I am still, I don't know what Tesla is. I don't know if he's if he just, he stays in his own lane. I don't know if he's with or without um, Trump. I have no idea. I have no idea where he stands on any of this stuff. But this whole thing, it's like Bill Gates-esque a little bit. Talking about how they're going to fuse technology um, to help people. That's always a good start. But really, 
where is this ultimately leading to and what are the motivations of this? It gets weirder. Back up in restoring your memories. The future is going to be weird, Musk said, discussing sci-fi uses of a Neuralink. I'm in the future. In the future, you'll be able to save and replay memories. He said you could basically store your memories as a backup and restore the memories. You could potentially download them into a new body or into a robot or, or into a robot body. This sounds exactly like the series me and my wife are watching right now, which is Westworld. Sounds exactly like that. Taking someone else's consciousness after you die and then implanting it into another body. He's aware some people are going to see this see trouble in Neuralink 2. This is increasingly sounding like a Black Mirror episode, Musk said, referring to the dystopian TV series. Musk also discussed seeing an infrared ultraviolet on X-ray using digital camera data. Over time, we could give somebody supervision. And there is a video of him actually talking about this, saying the capabilities of this Neuralink that he has now tested successfully in a pig of people actually being able to get superhuman abilities being linked to their brain because of this. Look at the discussion here real quick in one minute and see what he has to say. What is the number one thing on your wish list that you're really hoping that the Neuralink device will do over time that you're working towards? Uh, so my, my background is in visual neuroscience and uh, one of the things I think has great potential for the Neuralink is to provide a visual prosthesis for people who have retinal injury or blindness through eye injury. You can essentially uh, plug a camera directly into the visual cortex and stimulate with an enormous array of thousands or maybe tens of thousands of electrodes to recreate a, a visual image. And in time, perhaps, you can use that same technology in people who haven't lost vision to produce some kind of heads-up display, um, something like uh, Terminator or something like that. <laughs> Wonderful. In, in fact, it's worth saying that like, over time, we could actually give somebody supervision. Uh, like, you could have like, uh, ultraviolet or infrared uh, or see in radar, basically name your frequency. Um, you, you can just dynamically adjust the sensor or have sensors that feed into the visual cortex across a wide range of, of frequencies and, act, and actually have uh, superhuman vision. Superhuman vision. For me, ladies and gentlemen, I love technology. Technologies have made my life better, my family's life, and most people that I know their lives better, but there's got to be a line drawn. My opinion on this, I don't like it at all. I feel like you're messing with God's creation when you're trying to implant technology to enhance what we already have. I'm all for anything that if someone's blind and it gives that person the, the, um, the access to see out of their eye again, I am totally for helping these technologies, helping anyone that is just that was born with something that had something medically happen to them. I am fine with that. I'm talking about people that are totally fine and just want to get upgrades in their body that most people, they can't even have access to. And then you end up with some kind of an elite race or something. I'm thinking way down the rabbit hole on this, but this is, it's really scary when you start thinking about this and where the technology is these days and people like him, he's, you know, he's done a lot of good for the world, but what are these, what are the, what really is the motivation of this stuff? It always starts at, it sounds like philanthropy and, you know, where it's helping the human race, but we know where that goes. We know Bill Gates and all these other big elite philanthropists and what they're involved with. So it just, you know, I heard this story and I wanted to bring it up because it's something that we need to keep an eye on. There's so many things going on behind the scenes and the riots have us distracted. COVID has us distracted. We have to keep our worldview completely open and not not tunnel vision. We have to pay attention to these things. So I thought it was really interesting to bring that up.
Now, I want to transition gears here to more good news. There have been pedophile rings that have been busted, not just in this country, but all over the world within the last two days. And the first one I want to bring up because the news, the mainstream media has not touched this at all. They want to investigate Trump's grandson instead of covering this. From Nine News in Melbourne, a major police operation in Western Australia has uncovered a suspected sex ring involving more than 140 underage victims. A major police operation in Western Australia has uncovered a suspected sex ring involving more than 140 underage victims. As Kelly Haywood reports, 11 people were arrested after a series of raids. Well, 214 charges have already been laid and this investigation is far from over. Police have raided the homes of several offenders. 11 people have been arrested aged 18 to 41. Four of those arrested already convicted sex offenders. Lots of charges there. Lots of charges there, but it wasn't just there. It wasn't just there either. This was from CBA. This is from our country now. You just saw what was out in Australia. More than two dozen missing children have been rescued in an operation carried out by U.S. Marshals and Georgia investigators. The agency is called the Operation Not Forgotten. Investigators arrested nine people on charges that include sex trafficking and kidnapping. Watch this. Tonight, we're getting word that more than two dozen missing children have been rescued in an operation carried out by U.S. Marshals and Georgia investigators. The agencies called it Operation Not Forgotten. Investigators fanned out across two cities, Atlanta and Macon, to locate the children. Nine people were arrested on charges that include sex trafficking and kidnapping. That was another one. That was another one. And it was just really, really awesome to see. And out in New Jersey... This was called Operation Screen Capture. New York Sting Operation leads to arrest of 21 alleged child sex sexual predators, officials have said. This came out just two days ago. And New, New Jersey authorities say they have arrested 21 people as a part of Operation Screen Capture. And those who arrested include a woman and a juvenile between the ages of 15 and 71. Think how disgusting. 71 years old. Reports to our Internet Crimes Against Children Task Force of potential predatory conduct against children are up as much as 50% during the COVID emergency as homebound children starve for outside contact, spend more time on their devices, and opportunistic sexual predators target them online, which is really disgusting. I thought it would have been, tra- I thought it would have been going down since people are more, more enclosed, but apparently um, the thirst for these kids is, is sky high. Sky high, and I, my entire time in paying attention to these things, even before I was woke, um, I don't think I ever saw so much news about child, uh, child sex trafficking rings being broken down and people being arrested. I have never seen so much of it, and it feels like this president has really put this as a top priority in his list of things to be taken care of, and we're seeing it being carried out every single day. And with this happening in mind, there is a worldwide movement happening. We know QAnon is worldwide. We have seen the patriots from all across the entire world. And we're seeing it now happen, not just in this country, but also out in Germany, which we're going to take a look at right here. This was from the speaker on, on Twitter. The Berlin anti-mask, anti-lock pro, uh, protest, that's massive. This was going on just today. There is a ton of people here. This must have been a building right up right above it. A ton of people. 
This was also in Germany. You can't really see it as much. The video is not as big. I won't bring it up here. This was going on in London. Anti-lockdown protests in London as well. Look at all these people. That's in London. It's also happening out in Denmark. It wasn't just Denmark as well. When we were looking at, this is from Jordan Safety here, from the uh, one in Germany that we just saw, a shot from the anti-lockdown protests happening in Berlin, Germany. And look what we have here, a big fat Q banner talking about, please, Mr. President, make Germany great again. Make Germany great again. Can you, how awesome is that that other countries are calling for our president to make their country great again? And it wasn't just there either. This is in uh, Ottawa, Canada today. Protests as well, and it seems it's building up steam with more people arriving. I see a Trump sign right there. It's so awesome to see. Guys, this is all happening today. And just this this was down in Florida. The Trump boat parades are happening all over this beautiful country today from Florida to Louisiana to South Carolina to Ohio. Boaters love President Trump. And it's just great to see this. You know, this is so much better than watching buildings burn, watching violence in the street, watching people get beat up, get killed, get shot. This, to me, ladies and gentlemen, is what tr the true QAnon, true support, Trump supporters are all about. We're nonviolent. We're not looking for any of that. None of this stuff that they're talking about us on the mainstream media is actually happening. And it's just so great to see so many people gather and get together here. And last one, because, guys, this is, I saw so much of this is why I titled the... Uh, I titled the, uh, the episode this with the silenced majority. This was out in Japan. Out in Japan, Trump victory 2020. Thank you, America, liberating, liberating Japan. And look what we have there again, a big fat Q front and center. This is a worldwide movement, Patriots. And we are picking up so much steam, so much steam. And I want to end on this with, uh, with a tweet from Pepe Lives Matter. <laughs> Once this is done... COVID will have successfully discredited the corrupt medical industry, the mainstream media, and politicians around the world. Every piece of the puzzle is serving to birth the Great Awakening. And I can't say it much better than that, ladies and gentlemen. When this is all over with, the, the mainstream media is going to be exposed. The medical industry has already been exposed with Trump taking on big pharma and lowering drug prices and the politicians that have allowed their cities to burn, allowed their businesses to their small business owners to suffer, to have their businesses destroyed. And it's going to usher in a complete, hopefully, dissolution of these people that we can we actually despise who are running these corrupt governments and these local governments in our states. We're seeing it. We're seeing Democrats come over to the Republican side. It might, it's probably just going to be for this one election. Maybe. Maybe it'll carry over into other elections. We'll have to see. We're not there yet. Seeing what we have in front of us is enough to deal with right now. But seeing everything happen and play out, seeing um, London, Germany, um, Canada, Japan, all these, all these countries coming together and supporting our president and supporting this movement, 
What can get any better than that? And they were all they were all the real peaceful protests, the real peaceful protests that we know are real and going on out there. Not these anarchist violent protesters that are destroying our cities. That is not what this is about. So that is the episode today, ladies and gentlemen. So please go over to the YouTube channel. You're already here for most part. We already had 102,000 subscribers. We're 98,000 from the 200,000 goal. Go like, share, subscribe. Tell your friends and family that we are the news now. If you want to go check out my Patreon, that's where all my diehard fans go. You get an extra live stream out of me um, every Monday when you sign up for any of these. And, of course, you can ask me questions and Q&A, and I'll follow you back for the Twitter follow back. And, guys, it doesn't have to be these tiers. You could do a dollar. You could do $2. It could be $17. It does not matter. This keeps me doing this full time so I can continue to bring content to you guys as much as I can throughout the week. And of course, guys, when you go over to my Woke Society shop, check out all the merchandise I have. And when you click this cool little filter button here, it brings you to new to old products. I want you guys to check out these new water bottles my brother has. They were on the main screen. The Where We Go One, Where We Go All, Yeti style water bottle, and also the Punisher. These are in two colors right now. We're working other colors. We have black and we have red. They're really, really high quality, and you're going to get your money, your money's worth for these products for sure. We have that, we have t-shirts, we have hoodies, we have hats. All this stuff is made by two small businesses here in New York, and all this money goes to support this channel and these local businesses, all American-made products, and all that good stuff. So go check them out. We have some really awesome stuff for ladies and men there. And we're always adding to the store. So go check it out and support me there as well if you'd like. So thank you guys for joining. It's been an amazing, amazing August month. It's been it's been a rough month, but we've got through it. The next time you guys will see me will be on Tuesday, which will be September 1st. We are getting so close, ladies and gentlemen. We're getting there. We're almost two months away from the election. So if you're not on the Patreon, you guys will see me on Mondays. And for everyone else, you'll see me on Tuesday for the live stream that I normally do at 8 o'clock Eastern. So thank you guys for joining. Like, share, subscribe, tell your friends and family. As I always say, stay safe, stay warm, and stay woke.